welcome to another episode of Living and Ultra Life. So I'm going to kick off a subject that we're going to spend a couple weeks on here. We're going to have a bunch of guests on over the next couple weeks, and every single one of these guests is a young lady that is a runner in their community. They're coming from out west. They're coming from here in the Hampton Roads area, and we're going to have a lot of fun with the discussion. Let me just tell you where all this originated. This is not a new subject. Many of you are aware of the Eliza Fletcher abduction, rape, and murder that happened in Memphis not long ago. Most of you will know that it's not a new thing. I kind of got woken up to this whole subject back in 2018 when I was training for my first 100 miler at Lean Horse in South Dakota. And I had these two gals that ran with me all the time, and everybody would call them my running daughters. And you're actually going to get to hear from them here in a couple weeks. But my running daughters decided that they wanted to run with me at night. But the agreement was that I had to stay with them because they wanted to show me what they saw at night. And it really, really opened my eyes. And I wrote an article in May 2020 after yet another female runner was abducted and raped and killed on a running trail. And, you know, it just kind of really makes me mad when I hear these things. And so I wrote an article I write for Medium. For those of you who don't know, I write a lot of stuff on running and everything. And so I originally wrote this article over two years ago in May of 2020. And unfortunately, it's a topic that's back in the news again. Once again, a female runner targeted by a man who can't be a woman as an incredible work of art, but rather as a possession that he can use and discard. And if that line disgusted you, then I hope it does more than that. I hope it disturbs you, especially if you're male and you recognize that women deserve to be able to run in the same place as men run without catcalls, without fear, and without anxiety. Women deserve to enjoy a pre-dawn run as much as anybody. Women deserve to run in whatever makes them comfortable. Women deserve not to have to run armed to the tooth. So I mentioned my thought pattern to another guy here in the Hampton Roads area, Nick Nichols, who you heard from Tribe Run Club and Leave Your Mark. And I said, hey, man, wouldn't it be cool to put on something, just a run to show women that, hey, we understand the challenges that you face running in the dark, and we understand that you love a sunrise as much as we love a sunrise, and you deserve to be able to run and not have to run in fear and anxiety. And so in the Hampton Roads area, if you're in Virginia Beach, Virginia, on September 18th at 6 a.m., a bunch of us are going to gather at the oceanfront and First Street, and we're going to run for Eliza Fletcher and every female who just wants to go for a run. We want to create a movement, and the movement is going to be called Hashtag Run Free Movement. So you're going to start seeing this a lot, but what we want to do is create awareness of the dangers female runners face, provide support amongst our running community, and bond with new friends and running partners. If you can't make it to Virginia Beach, run virtually and use the hashtag run free movement. For me, it's time to do more than talk about it. It's time to create the space so our female runners can run free also. And it starts with men changing the way they view women and their mindset. This story is how I first became aware of this problem in our running communities. I was totally clueless until 2018 when Chelsea and Jessica agreed to go on a nighttime run with me. Here's my story. I'm calling this podcast, Running Fearlessly Should No Longer Be a Discussion We Continue to Have.
because I'm tired of having this discussion. We need change. And change only happens when people decide that it's time to change. So for all you men out there who can't get past what a woman is wearing while they're running, it's time to grow up. So I had never really given much thought to there being danger running at night until I convinced my two running daughters to uh, go on a 32 to 50 mile run with me in the dark night. Everything seemed peaceful when we were out on the way back country roads near our small town of Sheridan, Wyoming. But as soon as we came within city lights, I noticed both young ladies began running much slower and cautiously. At first, I thought nothing of it, and I thought they were just tired. You know, it is the middle of the night. The more I would wait up ahead, the more I noticed they were looking all around them. Finally, I stopped and I just waited for them instead of running ahead and then waiting for them to catch up. And thus began an educational experience about running I had never considered before. And a change came over the ways that I ran at night when I was out with friends that were women. As I asked these young ladies what was up, I was horrified by the thoughts that went through their heads during what I considered the most peaceful time to run, the middle of the night. Hopefully, the way I have changed how I run will help others see the changes we need to institute into our running routines. So when I go out running at night, I actually don't really see a lot around. You know, sometimes I'll see the moonlight and it's pretty. And sometimes this is when you're running out in the country. There's not a lot to see. Here in the city, what I see is a lot of lights. But, you know, I don't really notice all the things around me. When I'm running as a white male running at night, all I see is vast reaches of nothing. When I run at night, I gaze at the stars, the reflection of the moon on the water, if I'm fortunate enough to be near water. The sounds I hear are also full of nothing, yet full of peace. Crickets, birds, soft whoosh of the wind in tree branches. That's what I hear. Occasionally here in the Hampton Roads area, well, no, all the time you hear cars going by. And But many of my friends see and hear different things than I had ever seen. As I ran with these young ladies, they asked me, didn't you see that guy standing in the yard back there? And I'm like, uh, nope, what yard are we talking about? I hadn't even thought about the yard of the ranch house that we had run by moments before. It didn't even register with me. But what these young ladies saw was that as they were coming up on it, they saw every single place a person could be hiding behind to jump them and assault them. As they approached a house that barely registered on my radar screen, they were looking for how they could avoid every possible hiding place. And then all of a sudden they noticed a man standing in the yard of the ranch house, noted that he was in his pajama bottoms, a robe and slippers, and even noticed that his hair was messed up as if he had just been sleeping. This was 2 a.m. I didn't see a dude. I don't even remember seeing a ranch house. And they're describing this in vivid detail, and I'm going, man, I'm missing something. So I decided since we're about five miles from the town limits and neighborhoods, I would stay back with them and try to see what they saw and hear what they were hearing. My goodness, did Mike get an education that night. As we came down into the town limits and we're heading onto one of the bike paths, one of the ladies told me they had a bad feeling and asked if we could run in the middle of the street. And I'm thinking, well, it's Sheridan, Wyoming, and it's not like there's any cars out, but I was like, okay, we'll run past it. So then we run past this section of trees, and they asked me if I had ever seen the homeless camp inside this section. And I kind of vaguely remembered, you know, seeing, not a homeless encampment, but maybe like one or two homeless guys in there, but... I never really gave it much thought. 
So then they described what happens when they run past the spot in the middle of the day. They described how the eyes of the homeless guys that I barely knew were even there would track onto them as soon as they were in their vision and then the men's eyes never left them as they ran past. They described the comments the homeless men would make as they ran past. They're just out there trying to stay physically fit and enjoy the peace of running as I do. I was so pissed off that I wanted to run over and throttle these disgusting males. My friends kindly informed me that that would leave them alone in the middle of the night running down the street, so not a good idea. So we continued to run. And they described innocent branch, innocent noises, like a tree branch skittering down the sidewalk and how that made them feel. And I felt this overwhelming sense of powerlessness. I thought there's nothing I could physically do to help people that were just like myself. They just want to go out and go for a run and enjoy the run. But they're not feeling safe running in the places that I find some of the most amazing peace that I ever thought possible. I do believe that there is a possibility of change. So there's no way that I'll ever be able alone to help women feel safer as they enjoy running. There are, however, some very, very practical things that I've incorporated into my running that help me focus more on the others or other runners around me who may not feel as safe as I do. So the first one is to become more aware of the other people around you. You're going to hear from a young lady who is part of the leadership team of a run club that I go to here in the Hampton Roads area. And she's going to talk to you about her fear of running at night, but how with community around her, she's beginning to not overcome the fear, but feel less fearful when there's other people around running at the same time as her. I want to talk to you about a brand of running clothes that I have just started using the last couple months that is just phenomenal. 3nailsclothing.com. There's a link in the podcast notes. Click on that or you can use LAUL24 and get 15% off at checkout. I am most in love with the running shorts, but there is a breadth of other clothing you should check out. So I'll describe when I first moved in the Hampton Roads area, my wife and I lived down at the beach and I could go out and run the boardwalk. So one time I was running the boardwalk, it was pre-dawn run. And so I've got this conversation of my running daughters in Wyoming in the back of my head as I'm running on the boardwalk. And it's, you know, before the sun's up and everything. And I, I remember I had passed a young lady and just kind of nodded, you know, not long before. And as I ran upon, as I kept on running, I came upon a park bench and this young dude who was sleeping there, like raised up and stared at me. So instead of continuing on, I turned around, I ran back toward the young lady, and without saying a thing, I just sort of nodded, and I stayed a little bit in front of her and positioned myself closer to where the young dude was laying on the ground. The young lady and I never exchanged a word, and I don't know if it helped her feel safer or she passed the guy, but I hoped it did. It was just a little bit different thing. See, what I'm telling you guys is sometimes you don't have to capture the course record on the Strava segment. It's okay to kind of break it up and go, ah, I'm just going to kind of run back here to where this young lady is. And I'm not going to, I don't have to say a word. I don't have to do anything. I'm just going to kind of be a barrier between her and some sketchy looking dude. So that's one thing that I started doing. We all have friends that would love to run in places and at times when there's nobody else around. Invite them. Invite these people to come run with you and then run at their pace instead of running at record pace. 
sometimes it's okay to not be competitive and to run at somebody else's pace and just keep them company on a run. Invite them to go on a pre-dawn run. Do you know how peaceful it is to go on a pre-dawn run and to watch the sun come up? It is one of the most peaceful things in the world. Do you know how peaceful it is at night to be out running and finally there's no traffic noise? It is one of the most peaceful things you'll ever feel. And you know what? Your head just sort of clears when you're running at peace. Wouldn't it be awesome if all of the women around us that are running would be able to feel that same peace and not have to be filled with anxiety or feel like they've got to go out armed to the teeth? Just little things. We all have friends that say inappropriate things about women and other nationalities. Stop tolerating it. Speak up and let them know that their words and their actions are not okay and you won't accept them. See, change begins to happen when we care enough about the people around us that we say, you know what? Enough is enough. And I'm telling you, it happens all the time and we've become like numb to it as guys because we just expect it. We expect people to make comments about some gal's running outfit as if, you know, they shouldn't be able to be comfortable when they're running. Shut up, okay? Because here's my deepest desire. I want to make our world a safer place for all. It's not going to happen overnight, and we're not going to see societal abnormalities like racism and sexism change in a flash. However, you can change things for your friends, and with little acts of kindness and awareness, you can help them to feel like they get to enjoy running peacefully and fearlessly also. So let's all resolve to run for the Eliza Fletchers of this world who will never be able to enjoy another sunrise and see if we can make this world a little bit better place. I hope you enjoy some of these badass women that we're going to be having on in the next couple weeks. I'm telling you, they're special. They've got a great story to tell and you're really going to enjoy them. And for those of you in the Hampton Roads area, please come out and join us on Sunday, September 18th at 6 a.m., at the Oceanfront and First Street, where we're going to gather with a lot of other runners to support the Run Free movement. So please come out, Oceanfront and First Street, 6 a.m., September 18th. Thank you for listening to Living and Ultralight.